Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Nova Society podcast. So for our first episode of the second season, we're going to be presenting you with something a little different, an inside look of some of the conversations that Brooklyn and I have and how sometimes we can have misunderstandings simply by a choice of words. Now, I first want to set the stage that this is was nothing that was intended, nor was it something that was scripted. This was an actual conversation while we were taping for an episode where a use of a term was interpreted differently by each of us because we each brought our own perceptions and biases into the conversation. After listening to it, we decided this would be an excellent excerpt to share with our listeners to show how difficult it is to have conversations with people who may have differing viewpoints than our own. So let's take a listen. doesn't impact me. If there's a gay couple at the table next to me in a restaurant, does the fact that they're gay, does it change anything? No. Then why should I care? Why should I care of their of the lifestyle choices that they've made? I shouldn't. One quick point, Mark, it's not a lifestyle choice that it's this this is the way people are born. So there's no choice about it any more than there is for you to choose to be heterosexual. This well, and you know, and I'm, I'm going to I'm going to put a little pushback to that. In my mind, that's semantic, and I think sometimes it's that semantics that we get into. If you take it out of the context, that was not meant in that context, okay. and I think sometimes we get a little too caught up in the, as I like to call them, the wordy bits. That wasn't a you know when I say life choice to 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 live this way. That's not a condemnation. That's that's means nothing of the sort. Those are the kind of sound bites. If you ever watch those from seven o'clock at night to 11, that's what they focus on. Those little wordy bits that, oh, well, they meant this. Well, that's not what they meant. It's, and it's taken in my mind, taken out of context. And again, that's the only thing I would really push back on. That's when the conversation breaks down. Well, I would I would disagree with you, Mark. Because would you would you look at a heterosexual couple and say the same thing? That's their lifestyle choice. Yes. Okay. A lot of people would not. My marriage choice. I chose you know my bride. Why she chose me, I'm really not sure. But hey, so the conversation and and I think this is a great point. The conversation that we were having was supporting all the all different lifestyles, inclusion. Things like that. Right. And in the past five minutes of conversation, the discussion turned to the word use of the word choice, which did not advance the overall conversation at all. Right. Matter of fact, what it stopped it. Think. And right. I think that happens. I think that's what happens. A word, somebody will jump on it. Right. And then the conversation stops. My only point had been to clarify that one's choice of uh, orientation, gender identity is not a choice. It's who a person is. I mean, you would not elect to marry a man, for instance, because you're not gay. I mean, you chose your, your wife over other women, and that was a choice. But you would never choose a certain man over other men because you're not interested in men would not be a choice you would ever make. Does that make sense? Because you're not gay. So it, it's it, it not, makes sense. Yeah. So it, that's, that would be why I would object to, um, I've just, I've heard the words lifestyle choice applied to my family member who is transgender. And that is not a choice for her. 
and I have many gay friends, and that is not a choice for them any more than being heterosexual is a choice for me. That's simply how I am. It's not an elective choice. It's simply who the person is. And and using the word choice, I think, in that capacity allows for people who are unenlightened to feel that conversion therapy is fine and that there's an issue of morality that does not exist. All right. And this is once again, I will I will be unenlightened. Um, whether you're heterosexual or homosexual or In between. whatever sexual. Both. I mean, there's either that is not a choice. Correct. But when I say if you are in a relationship with another man, that is a choice. You have made a choice. It has nothing to do with your sexuality. It has to do with the choice you made, which was to either enter into a relationship or not. Okay, that's fine. As long as I understand where to what the word choice applies, that's all. I would never say that whether or not somebody's homosexual, asexual, bisexual, be thought about. You either are or you aren't. Relationships, again, where I go back to the, the where I was saying, I see right. somebody next to me, two, you know, two males. Right. That's their choice. Right. It doesn't it doesn't impact me. Correct. And the idea of words, it just this, this conversation here, it mm-hmm. got sidetracked. Well, I'm happy to clarify what you meant by choice because I was I misunderstood entirely to what you were referring and so that which it, is always what happens. It's exactly. a matter of because we bring our experiences right to this when somebody says choice to you, it means in, in that context, it means something different than when you say it to me choice, you take it to the choice to be the sexual orientation. I take it to the choice of relationship. Well, now I will know. And that's a good point. I'm actually, I'm very glad we had this conversation because now I can clarify with anyone else who says lifestyle choice what they mean by the word choice and i can i think that really is an important thing what you just said lifestyle choice mm-hmm. what exactly do you mean by choice so, Are you yeah, talking about sexu- sexuality is does not really right uh, for for a lot of people is we're not they're not talking about the sexuality they're talking about lifestyle that's true that's um, true I think, and I think this is a great point. You and I are on equal educational levels. Right. But we're from different, different backgrounds. Right. We're from different life experiences. And even though I would say on the social spectrum, maybe not always on the political spectrum, but on the social spectrum, you and I are fairly well aligned. Right. On the political spectrum, as you said, when we started this, I'm more conservative than you are, mm-hmm. of which I had to remind you, actually, I'm more moderate. <laughs> More moderate. more moderate than, uh, I don't think too many people would call me conservative. So when we use language, sometimes that use of language right. that happens as opposed to inserting my preconceptions. Right. I think that's a, I think it's, a, it's fascinating to me. I mean, yeah. I think it really is. And I think this really exemplified it, you know, very well. This is a great example of it. Yeah. How 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 that can happen. So just imagine two people who are maybe not on the same educational level. We still sometimes can't communicate effectively. Yes. Yeah. And both you and I took human factors, right? With yes. uh, 
Dr. Sweedler, at least I did. And uh, I thought she was the only one who taught that class. And the intent and the impact and misunderstanding of what one person intended by one word and the other person hears the word and does not understand the meaning behind the word and assumes something else is intended. It's very easy to have an argument rather than having a constructive dialogue opportunity and understanding what exactly was meant. And so, yeah, so this to me is really great because now I understand that there was an opportunity to understand a word in a context that never occurred to me before, that other people using that same those same wording, lifestyle choice, may not be referring to the person's sexuality as a choice. They may be referring to uh, their lifestyle, <laughs> the person's lifestyle, such as whether the person lives in town or out in the rural area where I am, or want they like to travel, or they enter into a relationship or they do not. So it and it is it to me it's fascinating how sometimes, and I and I I look at this and I say this is probably the greatest op, one of the greatest obstacles that for these conversations to move forward, right? We have to get past. Yes, I would say that we probably have spoken ten thousand words. It was yeah. one word. Exactly. Just one. Exactly. And notice how long, as you say, ten thousand words for one. And notice how long it takes to. What? such conversations and understanding of one another and communicating effectively can be intensely time consuming. And many people do not want to take that time or easily become frustrated. Right. Right. And like I say, we, we bring our own uh, life experiences and our own biases into the conversation and the important thing for us to, and I think that's for everyone really, uh, is to realize that, was said may not mean what you think it means. Exactly. Yep. And you and I, as we, we do these, we're looking at each other. Yes. We could yes. see each other. And, and hear each other. And hear each other. And we still could fall into the trap. Yes. It's, oh. it's so easy to do. Again, it, it's so that's why we have such a long way to go because it yes. is so easy to fall into that, that trap. But instead of, yeah, and here I have, and I should have known better, instead of asking you, well, or and saying when I hear the word choice, this is what I am I hear. Instead of my asking you what you meant, I assumed that I understood what you meant. And so I'm really glad that we have this conversation because now I have um, expanded my understanding of what the word choice in that context can mean and also again learned an invaluable lesson once more about the subjectivity and my own bias toward defending the sexual and gender minority community to to the hilt which is where my bias is and uh, you know what that is nothing to be apologetic about because i think that when when these groups get together i think in many cases not all but in many cases, the intent is good. I don't think anybody enters into it with malicious intent, but we do all enter into it with our own perceptions and our own biases, which are shaped 
by our experiences and worldview. And sometimes getting the language right. I'm the I'm the first one to to say that language is a is a human construct. We should control it. We should not let it control us. Yeah. And I think in many cases, we allow language to control us. We allow it to, I totally understand the position you took. Totally. I get it. From your perspective, absolutely, I get it. However. Yes. I mean, and, and these are the things, these are the conversations that have to happen. These are the conversations that simply have to happen. And they have to start with understanding that do not assign meaning to something from your perspective. Exactly. You have to assign it from the person speaking's perspective. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. It is. It's hard. This is not an easy process. No, uh, no. And and I, <laughs> excuse me. I consider myself to have a growth mindset. I mean, you and I are trained and educated in this area. We know that, as you said, this is difficult, and that we as professors and as academics and need to continue to grow and learn. And that's part of being, in our view, I would think, um, an intellectual, that taking opportunities as they come to grow and to learn, those are critical opportunities. Yet, and having a growth mindset, yet the conversation, look how long it took us to work through this with growth mindsets and being prepared for a back and forth and a dialogue exchange and and recognizing that there was a disconnect between what you meant and what I understood and finally working away around to getting to the point of actually my actually asking, I think, however it was where I realized that I wasn't hearing what you were actually saying and how long that all actually took. And you were still talking about it for yep. someone who does not have that education, who has a closed mindset rather than a growth mindset, and who has already taken a position that being gay or in the in that that community, being transgender and in that whole community is abnormal, needs to be stopped because it's immoral or what have you. That person is highly unlikely to be willing to sit through any such conversation. So we hope you've enjoyed your fly in the wall perspective to Brooklyn and I's conversation in our work through of a rather difficult situation where there was a misinterpretation of the use of the term lifestyle choices. And I would like everybody to take away from this the thought that conversations, if they are to be successful, must be undertaken with the willingness to understand the perspective of the person to whom we are talking. So we hope you've enjoyed this episode. We will see you next time. And remember, the power of society is knowledge. Until next time.